From the world-famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Sean Kelly, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Sean Kelly and John DeShazer. How goes it? Wednesday edition of the Black and Blue Report in homage to the Camel and the Geico commercials, the hump day version today of the Black and Blue Report. Hope that you're finding yourself uh, almost home on this, uh, this hot, hot week in New Orleans. Boy, soaring temperatures for everyone, not just for football players, but we're thinking of all of you that work outside and have to battle this heat yourselves as we continue through a Saints training camp with John DeShazer today. Sean Kelly here on the Black and Blue Report. D-Dub in the uh, Black and Blue Orchestra, uh, always with us, and producer Dan as well, who may join us a little bit later in the show. Speaking of um, guests today, uh, before we get to some topics, uh, David Wesley will stop by. The uh, Hornets, uh, well, Pelicans. See, I, I need to get into my yeah. mid-season groove here. Yeah. Former Hornets player, Pelicans television analyst, David Wesley, to stop by and talk about the new NBA schedule. Then we'll take a wider look at the schedule with NBA national writer Mark Spears today. He's certainly a friend of this program and a New Orleans native. We're anxious to get Mark on the program for the first time. And we'll check in on the football side as well. Certainly football on the minds of everyone as the Friday preseason game is about to uh, strike here, J.D., but uh, for the women it's Juan Pablo fever. And so uh, we'll try and stay away from that topic and just stick with what we know and, as they say, stay in our lane. Juan Pablo, he, he, that isn't that a Mac Daddy name? Juan Pablo, Rico Suave, Juan Pablo. All he's got to do is say his name, and you know it's kind of like um, you know Madonna Seal, you know one name, a two name guy, Juan Pablo. So yeah, I see a lot of women around the office, unfortunately, uh, falling all over, which is I guess is a good thing. They're not falling all over me, maybe, but um, you know they are kind of fawning over him. So we'll see how that works out for him. You know if they can be a bachelorette or something. So for, from here on out, we'll call you John Pablo. Is that, is that fair? John Pablo, Sean Pablo, everybody Pablo everybody around this Pablo. building. <laughs> hey, we love a schedule release date in the NBA. Um, it's a little bit of a Christmas for us in August every year. And uh, after looking at the schedule last night, I have some mixed feelings. But uh, what were your, uh, what, what's your take on, on what the Pelicans have in front of them? Well, I mean, I like the, the the start out of the gate, the eight games in the first 14 at home because it gives the team a, a chance to establish a little bit of momentum. Uh, it gives them a chance to establish uh, what they want to be on their home court. And in the NBA, we saw last season, you know, you want to establish who you are at home. You want to you you want opponents to come to your place and not expect it to be an easy time. So that'll be a chance to get out of the gate you know, especially against a team like Indiana, and show, look, we're improved, we mean business, and we're going to be a tough out, at least here at home. So I did like to see that much. And, and you know, now you look at the, the, the five-game road trips, I mean, you know, those are brutal. I mean, we, you know, we kind of understand, you know, and, and we're not guys who are playing the game. So imagine what it's like for the players who actually have, have to get out there and function. And being on the road in the NBA is no, no, no better roses. So, you know, those five-game road trips really kind of caught my eye. But, you know, I do like the opportunity to start 
fast at home, get some momentum before you really get into the season and get out on the road. Yeah, it all starts at home on October the 30th. David West and uh, Roy Hibbert and the Indiana Pacers will be here. And I know they've already got half season and uh, many plans on sale now for you. I know a lot of folks were already circling some dates as the schedule came out yesterday. The overall NBA schedule will open the night before, October the 29th, and the defending champs will be on that docket. We'll talk more about that with Mark Spears a bit later. So, busy show. We're mixing it up today. we got lots of basketball, football too, of course. J.D. will be back later in the show. We'll recap this particular day of practice. It is an outdoor practice and open to the public. And uh, I'll be anxious to see how much hitting goes on today as we get closer to that Friday preseason game. And uh, I'll be anxious to see if the offense plays a little bit of their chip on their shoulder today after uh, what they said was a bit of a struggle yesterday, especially kind of getting back in the groove of that two-minute offense. So we'll talk about all those things as we continue today. Don't forget, the Black and Blue Report is now available on iTunes. You can subscribe for free, and they'll all come right to your mobile device. And, of course, then the regular avenues, NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. We'll get into today's guests right after these messages as the Black and Blue Report continues. The offseason for your New Orleans Pelicans has been exciting with all-star Drew Holiday and former Rookie of the Year Tyreek Evans being added to a lineup headlined by Anthony Davis and Ryan Anderson. Now, with the release of half-season and 12-game plans at varying price levels, there truly is a ticket plan for every fan. Packages start as low as $13 per game and feature the best seat locations to see all-star opponents, including the world champion Miami Heat. Visit pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP to get your seats today. This is Eric, general manager of the Raising Canes and Kenner. To describe a Saints fan, you could say excited, committed, but definitely hungry. And that's when Raising Canes is fans' best friend. Fresh, never-frozen chicken fingers, made fresh daily cane sauce, and a friendly Canes crew committed to serving you the best chicken finger meals around. Raising Canes, official chicken of the New Orleans Saints. One city, one team, one love. What do you say to someone whose heart is on the line? That at Auctioner, an entire team of experts will collaborate to develop the best treatment for you? That we have procedures so revolutionary they aren't available anywhere else in the region, including breakthrough ways to more effectively manage heart failure and repair heart valves? That U.S. News & World Report ranks Auctioner Medical Center's heart program among the nation's very best? Or that with over 170 heart experts and seven hospitals to choose from, the exceptional cardiac care you need is always close to home? Actually, the most important thing to say is... Your results are back. Everything looks great. Better outcomes. Just one more reason to choose Auctioner. To find a heart specialist near you, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Welcome back into the Black and Blue Report. We get to talk a lot of NBA today. Of course, the NBA schedule coming out last night. You know, we'll touch upon the Saints too as they continue training camp as we go through the show today. But we're very pleased to have Mark Spears, national NBA writer with Yahoo Sports, join us here today. And he'll be with us probably from time to time throughout the season as things develop. And so we'll lean on Mark quite a bit to get a national perspective on things and i should all let all of our uh, listeners know that mark spears is also a new orleans guy uh, mark uh, have you been back home at all this off season 
Yeah, my, you know, my parents live in Harvey, and my mom, uh, she went to uh, Harvard, Carver High. As my uncle always says, uh, I didn't graduate from Harvard, I went to Carver. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually was just out there uh, mid-July for a family reunion, Rain Ferry at Morris Martin reunion. It was great. We had a fantastic time. Uh, we ended up doing a seafood broil at the end at my mom and dad's house, and I was mad the next day about not eating enough shrimp. <laughs> but we had a ball. Only thing, uh, I got sick off some oysters, man. Oh, no. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to put the restaurant out there. I almost put the name of the restaurant, but I'm not going to put it out. But one thing someone told me, one of my cousins told me, and he probably get a kick off of this one, is uh, never eat oysters in a month that doesn't have an R in it. That's right. Well, had you heard that before? Oh, absolutely. You know, I've I, I, you know, I've lived here about eleven years now, and uh, they told me that pretty quick. They told me that there there aren't the seasons as we know it. That you know, that don't think of things as summer, fall, winter. It's crawfish season, oyster season, and and then football season. So between those three, if you make sure that you enjoy your oysters in months that end in R, you'll be in good shape. So no, but I, they, they told me all that all right off the bat. I won't say the name of the restaurant, but, you know, the food wasn't superior. All right. Okay, Mark. Now, don't get me in trouble now. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Oh, man. Hey, uh, you know, I, I noticed yesterday, uh, like most of us, we were all intrigued by the release of the NBA schedule. It's kind of a little holiday on our calendars around here. I know it is for you, too. And, and last night on YahooSports.com, you were up there already with 10 games to watch. What are the games that are intriguing you most as we got the new schedule last night? And the Pelicans opener. Yeah. Well, no, I wasn't on the top 10, but, you know, I'm curious to see the, the first opener and what the new mascot looks like. But uh number one game has to be Dwight Howard going back to the Lakers again February 19th. If you look at the Lakers' history, no major free agent has ever left. left. Magic. James Worthy, Jerry West, entire careers there. You know, Shaq was traded. Will Chamberlain, Elgin Baylor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar retired there. This is the first guy to actually leave. And this is some new territory for the Lakers, and I'm used to this. We'll see what this move ends up doing for their future. But I'm sure when he comes, it's going to be an ugly scene, kind of reminiscent maybe of when Shaq came back to L.A. for the first time. But I actually think it's going to be worse. Because the crowd then was split on Shaq, where this this crowd will certainly be anti Dwight Howard. I, I can't wait for that game. I think it, it sounds like it's right before the All Star weekend in New Orleans. But that game is, is certainly by far to me number one on the list. Number two and three, Kobe's return uh, and Derrick Rose's return was third. As you've pointed out, some of these games these coincide with some major storylines around the league. And, and, Mark, what, what I would characterize as kind of ho-hum the last two years or so in the NBA, it seems like this, this season coming up, there's a very healthy run of storylines going into the NBA schedule. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Doc Rivers going back to, to the Celtics is going to be a big game. Pearson Garnett going back to the Celtics, another big game. One game that maybe people aren't talking about right now that's going to get stronger later is LeBron's return to Cleveland. He's been back to Cleveland before. 
But now it's different. Keep in mind, he's going to be a free agent probably. He'll probably opt out next summer. And then I, I can see Cleveland as maybe a potential destination. Sounds funny. Three years ago, they burned his jersey and throwing rocks at his picture. But now, it seems like sometimes it's, it's healed wounds. And he certainly could be the missing piece to, with that young talent pushing for a championship. I, I don't see him leaving Miami, but... If, he, if things don't go well this year, if Wade looks old, if Bosch doesn't produce, then I can see him considering it if they have a disappointing season. So I don't think he would mind, you know, going back to Cleveland and finishing his legacy up with bringing them their first title. That being said, Pat Riley is certainly in his ear. Uh, I was kind of surprised that they used the amnesty for Mike Miller because to me that means that Bosch. And it's certainly going to be back long term. You know, I expected Wade to finish, but he's basically stuck with Bosch the rest of the way there. I can't see Bosch opting out next year. LeBron can, he'll get the max. But I think if Bosch opts out for the last two years of his deal, he's, he's going to take a pick. cut. So I don't see him or Wade doing it. Hey, Mark, while, I, while I've got you, I did want to touch on the Pelicans for a moment uh, to kind of wrap up our segment here. I know that you have a, a relationship, or at least a. Uh, more than normal contact with Tyreek Evans, be, you know, basing the fact that you're, you're you're up in Northern California now, and then you did talk to Eric Gordon this summer. What's what's your take on how those guys see themselves and what this all means for the Pelicans as we head into this new era in New Orleans? Well, you know, first of all, I give kudos to Dell Downs for the moves he made this summer. Being able to get an all-star point guard from Philly and Drew Holiday, being able to get Tyreek, who's still really young. What are you, like 24, 25? Yeah, he's really still young. a real young guy. He got a good young nucleus. Kind of, It's kind of reminded me how like Golden State was put together. You just need to kind of keep having the right veterans to make them a great team. Uh, but I really like the direction of the uh, Pelicans right now. And Eric now seems bought in. He says, uh, he's told me I want to be a Pelican. He's not looking to leave anymore. He's not going to be able to be traded anyway. Contract is very, very high. He's had some injury injury problems. But I think he'll have a, a better career now. He's healthier with better players to play with, a great point guard to pass the ball. So I, I think that's uh, fantastic for them. Also, you know, I always thought Tyreek was best at a small forward. That's his best position. So I, I, I think he, he's going to be great there playing with those guys. And the best is yet to come for him. I'm intrigued to see uh, how Monty uses him. And he'll do well. They'll do well together. They'll grow together. They'll be young. And um, I, I think the future is bright. Do I see playoffs this year? I think they could challenge for it. I don't know that they get there. But who knows? Maybe they make a midseason acquisition that could take the Pelicans to the next level and push them into the postseason. But I, I really like what they're doing right now. City of New Orleans should be excited, and uh, hopefully the attendance will will go with that as well. Plus, the All-Star Games going there, there's a lot. A lot of good things to think about now, and it's obvious that the ownership, new ownership group is spending money and wants to make this team a winner. Yeah, good stuff, Mark. I, I know a lot of folks around here are excited, and that's that's been good to see after a couple of, um, well, let's just be honest, not-so-great seasons for then the Hornets, and uh, now we'll see the Pelicans. There's no doubt I always enjoy the time I get with you when we can visit, and I look forward to doing it again. Mark, I hope you have a, a restful August before we really crank this thing up. Yes, sir, man. Everybody, friends and family in New Orleans, mom and dad, man. Love y'all, and uh, hopefully I'll see y'all soon. 
That's Mark Spears, national NBA correspondent for Yahoo Sports. And we'll be right back here on the Black and Blue Report. Hey there, what you having? Um, what kind of specials do you have today? Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. N nicotine? Listen, I'm gonna hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. The second annual Saints Back to Football Run presented by Chevron will be held on Saturday, August 31st. The 5K race benefiting Team Gleason, the One Fund Boston, and the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation will include an NFL Play 61-mile fun run for kids. Participants of all abilities will have the opportunity to race through the streets of downtown New Orleans towards the finish line at the 50-yard line of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Gumbo and Sir Saint, along with the Saint Stations, will be on hand to cheer on participants, and a post-race party with live entertainment and a beer garden will take place in Champion Square. All participants will receive a Saints Back to Football Run shirt, a commemorative finisher's medal, and an NFL-approved bag. Registration is now open at nflrunseries.com slash saints. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. We're going to continue here from the Saints practice field, post-practice today in our chance, our first chance to have the veteran of safety, Malcolm Jenkins, on the program. And I've been excited to talk to you, not only about football, but about um, uh, matters of uh, men's fashion. We'll get to that in a moment. But uh, first of all, sir, I know the first preseason game is, is on Friday. It is, does that mark a, a, a spot in time for you all during the training camp process? Uh, definitely. It's, it's really our first um, real live um, evaluation. You know, we had the scrimmage. Um, but that's really, it's, it's, it's live, but it really isn't, you know, because guys really don't get to use the full technique that they were using in a true game. So this is our first chance to really get against a different team, a different um, uh, skill set, and, and really uh, get evaluated by the coaches. So you'll get a lot of the young guys getting uh, some reps as well as the starters. Um, and we really get those game situations um, that will prepare us for the season. My eye is not as trained as yours, but it seems the defense has had some pretty good days here of late during training camp. Are, are you seeing the same thing? Yeah, I, I think the, the thing is, uh, you know, Rob Bryan is obviously a, a great D coordinator, but he's allowed us as players to really take grasp of the defense, and he's put us in positions that um, are really advantageous for us. So using different guys' skill sets and doing what we do best. Um, so guys are really being able to flourish in their positions, and we're starting to come together and understand the scheme a lot. So. Uh, I think we'll just continue to get better. There's some new faces out there, and that young guy, they're talking about Kenny Vaccaro a lot. What's your take on him? You know, I, the, the biggest and most impressive thing I've seen uh, out of Kenny is he's very, very football smart. He understands um, the game, and that's, that, as a rookie, puts you light years ahead of, of a lot of people. And, and so he's definitely going to be a, a big part of what we do on defense. He's a playmaker. 
um, you know, we'll just have to continue to coach him up and, and just get him to, to be able to make calls, take control out there, you know, get guys lined up. And, and once he can do that, man, he's, he's going to be a great player. All right, football aside, I, I'm hearing that the next time I need a new bow tie, which I wear often, I'm supposed to come see you. What's going on with that? Yeah, so this offseason, um, my wife kind of gave me the idea to start my own bow tie company. And originally, I wanted to start off small, so I actually bought a sewing machine and tried to sew a couple myself. And it actually worked out pretty well. I, I wore a couple that I, I sold myself, but I couldn't sell them to anybody. So that kind of snowballed into this whole company, Rock Avenue Bow Ties, um, that I started with. We, we started out with uh, bow ties and pocket squares. And uh, so that's been my off-season project. So it's, it's, it's been fun to learn the ins and outs. I, I picked out all of the fabrics. I got a chance to go to New York to the fashion district, district and, and picked out all the fabrics. I designed all of them. Um, and they're all made locally here in New Orleans uh, with a seamstress I found. So. Uh, it's, it's been fun, man. We launched the website uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe about Friday, last Friday, and you know we've been just enjoying the ride. Is it a, is it a high-end line like a Robert Talbot, or is it a little more, you know, everyday guy kind of look? Uh, you know, it's, it, it's, it varies. You know, it's, it's very versatile. We got we have looks that you can wear every day, and we have formal looks as well. The prices are ranging from probably about 50 bucks to anywhere to like 100. We have some cool things. I got an ostrich skin one. Uh, if you really want to step out, and, you know, in style, and we got some formal looks, some velvets, some uh, sear suckers, cotton silk. So, this this first line that I put out, I really wanted to um, make bow ties that I wanted to wear, and that really that's really where the, the inspiration came from. Is I got tired of looking in stores and not finding stuff that I wanted to wear, so I just decided to make my own. I'm gonna need one for games. You got anything in black and gold? Yeah, actually, the the fun thing is we're in about a week. We're gonna launch a black and gold. Um, bow ties, double sided, so it has two different patterns, um, so you can change it for home and away. And a portion of the proceeds of that bow tie will go to um, my charity that helps lo um, local kids and the, and the youth um, here in New Orleans. Congratulations on that. Thank you, I appreciate it. Hey, good luck this preseason. I know that you guys are anxious to really get it going. Oh yeah, man, we're excited. We got a lot of a lot of good things happening in camp, and uh, we're excited to take it against another team. I hope this is the first of many visits for us. Yeah, definitely will be. Malcolm Jenkins, everybody. Bow ties and football. How about that combination? We're right back after this on the Black and Blue Report. What makes Auctioner Primary Care such a great choice? Is it because we have 38 health centers throughout the region, some with evening and weekend hours available? Or because we accept close to 50 different insurance plans? Could it be because we offer My Auctioner, which gives you and your family secure online access to your health records, test results, prescription renewals, even emails with your doctor? Or that you'll be connected to seven hospitals with 2,500 affiliated physicians who can handle everything from the common to the complex? So you'll never have to wonder if you made the right choice. Actually, what you may like the most is... Yes, we have a location near you. Expertise and convenience. Great reasons to choose an Auctioner primary care physician. To find one near you, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Lotto is all across Louisiana with cash jackpots starting at $250,000. That's a whole lot of cash. From the neon lights of Shreveport, Bossier City to the banks of Grand Isle, Lotto is your game. It doesn't leave the state, and there's nothing like it anywhere else. It's Louisiana fun just for Louisiana. 
Lotto, it's a whole lot of cash. Must be at least 21 to purchase. This is Eric, general manager of the Raising Canes and Kenner. To describe a Saints fan, you could say excited, committed, but definitely hungry. And that's when Raising Canes is fans' best friend. Fresh, never frozen chicken fingers, made fresh daily cane sauce, and a friendly Canes crew committed to serving you the best chicken finger meals around. Raising Canes, official chicken of the New Orleans Saints. One city, one team, one love. Well, we've got a good amount of NBA talk for you today. Mark Spears was already has already been with us, uh, talking about kind of some of the major storylines with the overall NBA schedule. And I thought we'd focus in on the Pelicans schedule. And who better to talk to than Pelicans television analyst, former player, David Wesley, who makes his debut here on the uh, Black and Blue Report. Um, I'm sure uh, David is familiar with uh, D-Dub and the Black and Blue Orchestra, which has been here from the start. He's smiling. I don't know if he has clued in on what we've done with that just yet, but we'll, uh, we'll get him up to speed on that. First of all, uh, good to see you, sir. And, uh, you know, the, the schedule release is always a big day for those of us who work in the league and, and love the game. So I'm curious as to what your overall thoughts were as you pulled up the new schedule last night. Well, I think uh, the first month of the season in, in November where a team wants to get off to a really good start and, and it looks like there's an opportunity here for them. There's 15 or 16 games where they could possibly win you know, their share of games, get off to a fast start, get some confidence and get rolling for the season. All right, put yourselves in the, in the shoes of an NBA fan. I know you are. And if I told you you could only pick five, five off the home schedule, I'll give you tickets to five games. What are the five games you're choosing for this upcoming season? Well, I'm going to start with uh, the Indiana Pacers, uh, a team that's played really well in the playoffs last year, and, and they got stars, uh, guys that you want to see, guys you want to watch. <clears throat> then, of course, uh, four more games that I'd want to see, and, and I like going to see the teams that are in the Eastern Conference because they don't come here as much. And particularly, we're going to go with Chicago, Derrick Rose coming in, electric player, love to watch him play. And then, of course, the New York Knicks. Uh, I, like to see, I like Carmelo. I like the way the, these guys play, up-tempo, a lot of threes, getting it done. And then, me personally, I'm a fan of Miami. I know it's not a popular thing to say, but I like Miami. I, I played with LeBron, enjoy the way they go about business. They could have lost, could have won in the finals. They found a way to win, good deal. And then Brooklyn, with Jason Kidd taking over at coach. The guys that came over with Garnett and Pierce to go along with uh, the guys they already had there, I think it's going to be an exciting team to watch. I, I, I would say uh, those are five fantastic choices, by the way. There's always that intriguing thought for all of us when you are with a team that you say, man, the schedule makers didn't do the Pelicans any favors. You know, for example, if the Pelicans are in a playoff chase, finishing with two games against the Thunder and two games against the Rockets, well, that doesn't seem like it's helping a whole lot. But as you examine the schedule, are there, are there other maybe some sticky spots that the Hornets, Pelicans, see there, I'm going to add to the fine jar, that the Pelicans are going to have to get themselves through? Well, I think the toughest probably stretch is four games where they play some really tough Western Conference teams. Uh, they start out with, with Golden State, then they go to the Clippers, then they go to Portland, and then they finish with Sacramento. I think, uh, you know, that's, that's towards the – middle of December and things could start getting tough for them but uh, but then I think the toughest travel starts in January where 
you start hitting that wall and you're getting a little fatigued and tired. And they go to Minnesota, all over the map here, to Boston, to Indiana, and then finish in Miami. That's going to be a really tough road trip. Yeah, that's January 1, 3, 4, and 7. Happy New Year to you all. <laughs> you know, you mentioned uh, you, know, you played with LeBron. We all know you played. And, and so as a, as a player, when, when players pull this up that first week of August, this is really their, their last piece of downtime before September goes. But yet they get the schedule, you have a look. What, what do most guys look at? Do they take it, you know, I'm just going to look at the first month, or are they looking down the road to their favorite city? What's, what's kind of the mindset? Well, the, of course they're going to look at the first month, the first few games when the season starts, but then they start getting into um, favorite cities. They may even get into where does the All-Star break, who do we play before the All-Star, who do we play after the All-Star break, and then, like you alluded to, the way their season finishes, pretty tough finish and you know, if you're on the cusp of making the playoffs, you like to know how you finish up a season. You jonesing yet? You ready for some hoop? I am definitely ready for some hoop. Uh, you know, I got a ba basketball court going up in my backyard right now, so I can go out there and beat up on my son while the summer's here until season starts. <laughs> David Wesley, everybody. Well, he'll be a frequent contributor, I'm sure, to the Black and Blue Report. We're anxious for training camp, which will hit us about the 1st of October. But the schedule is out, and, of course, you can get all the details at pelicans.com. We've got some news about the Saints that we're going to need to pass along to you before you get out of here today. We'll do that here shortly. JD's back with more on the Black and Blue Report after these messages. Somewhere in a town like the one you're in, there is a person like you headed to a store to buy Bud Light. However, these Bud Lights give you a chance to win prizes that are best described as music firsts, like Monster DNA headphones, access to tracks and merchandise from today's hottest artists, and even tickets to one of Bud Light Music First's history-making 5051 concerts on August 1st. But before people like you can win, they need to head to a place where Bud Light is sold. It's finally here, Bud Light Music First. Enter the code inside specially marked packages of Bud Light for your chance to win one of over 500,000 music prizes all summer long. Visit BudLight.com slash Music First for rules and more information. Bud Light Music First. It's the sound of history being made. Here we go. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 21 and over. Ends 8-15-13. Play without purchase. Mail your name, email address, and age to Music First Game. P.O. Box 753-726, El Paso, Texas, 88575. Void where prohibited. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. St. Louis, Missouri. A message from Mr. Monopoly. Hello again. Since teeming with the Louisiana Lottery to give away part of my vast fortune for the Monopoly scratch-off game, I've been tickled pink that the winner bell has been ringing so frequently. There's a winner right now. Oh, my, another winner. <laughs> Jimmy, perhaps it would be wise to check the winner bell once more just to be sure. You could win up to $100,000. Play the Monopoly scratch-off game for real money. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Monopoly is a trademark of Hasbro and is used with permission. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get text messages with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelicans mobile alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features, plus sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. Pelicans.com and NewOrleansSaints.com, your first stop when following your teams. 
Well, we will wrap up today's black and blue report as we've done so many days now here during tra Saints training camp. And let's take you back out to Airline Drive and get a post-Saints practice report with our own John DeShazer. And, J.D., as we wrap up not only the black and blue report today, but a day on the practice field. I wish we had better news for Saints fans. Well, certainly not the news you wanted to hear. Uh, defensive end Kenyon Coleman is out for the season with his chest injury. And also wide receiver Joseph Morgan has that knee injury, uh, torn meniscus and partially torn ACL. And so he's out for the season also. So those are two holes the Saints are going to have to fill now. You know, Joseph Morgan only caught 10 passes last year, but at least he was kind of a known commodity for this offense as the speed guy. And Kenyon Coleman was a guy that defensive coordinator Rex Ryan kind of favored because he thought he was one of the better defensive ends in the 3-4 alignment in terms of stopping the run. So those are two huge holes to fill. Yeah, this news came at the very end of practice today, and here's how head coach Sean Payton broke the uh, tough news to his team and his fans today. Joe Morgan, two things, meniscus tear, and I'll have that repaired, and also an ACL repair. It's not a full ACL, but this will be season ending for him. So obviously that's significant, and uh, that surgery is being done today. Kenyon Coleman has got a pectoral tear, He's going to have surgery most likely tomorrow, and most likely that will be uh, season-ending for him as well. So there's two players uh, that are significant. Obviously, they're losses, and we've got to find some guys that can step up and, and uh, take their spot. So I hate to be cliche, but next man up. And I know you talked to Drew Brees after practice today, and certainly we'll see some names surface a little higher to fill some needs now left by Morgan and Coleman. Well, the main guy looks appears to be uh, the rookie wide receiver, Kenny Stills from Oklahoma. He's been running uh, Joe Morgan's spot with the first team unit in those in those packages. So he seems to be right now the next man up, and it looks like the job is probably his to lose or, or to have. He's got a lot of skills. Um, Coach Payton has raved about his ability to adapt to the offense and also to play multiple positions. But again, Drew Brees said there are times, being a rookie, that his head is swimming and you, and you can't tell. So he's the guy who's going to have the first crack at it. Now, also the, the, the veteran receiver, Steve Breston, is in camp. You would have to think that he'd have to play somewhere in, into this scenario. But right now, Kenny Stills is going to be the first guy. Also, don't forget Nick Toon, you know, the highly regarded guy from last year. He was a rookie last year, injured, didn't play at all. Now he's back this season, and he's had a really good training camp as well as offseason workouts. That's the big news today from Saints practice, and of course we'll have a full report for you with uh, video and a whole lot more on NewOrleansSaints.com later this afternoon on the uh, New Orleans Saints afternoon wrap. Don't forget, tomorrow's practice is closed. It is an afternoon session, closed to the fans. Uh, you'll next to chance to see the black and gold is, of course, Friday night when the Saints host the Kansas City Chiefs in preseason game number one, and we'll have plenty of coverage here online for you as well for that game. Hey, our thanks today to not only David Wesley and Mark Spears, but Malcolm Jenkins too. And uh, we'll look for John a little bit later in the written word on NewOrleansSaints.com as well. So for all involved today, including producer Dan, and for JD, I'm Sean Kelly. And we'll see you tomorrow right here at 1 o'clock on the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 1 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.